Maybe I was just practicing. Well, practicing. now I'm actually recording, so. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the After Party. What up? I am one of your co-hosts, Sun, with my co-host, Zero. Um, on today's free episode, we discussed maps, ancient maps. We discussed the people who drew these maps. We tried to do it, and we fucking... <laughs> Ugh, it, it was, was a rough. little bit of a, a, a balderdash. I don't know what Europeans say, but it was it was a little bit messy. It was a little bit choppy, but go ahead and listen to it. I mean, you probably already did because you're listening to this one, and yeah. we just we're sorry. We're sorry. Well, what we're it sorry. is? No, what it is? Looking back upon, re- reflecting on the past hour. <laughs> no, it, it really was. It was just a thing that neither of us understood enough to like articulate complex ideas into like an easily like translatable way so it was more of us like regurgitating information as opposed to like giving our own synthesis of the information yeah you know and so like i don't feel bad about it but i'm not super psyched on it but also it's like one of those things where like i said like it was a sick topic to think about and then when it was like let's fill an hour of this shit it's just like oh my god (laughs) i think um i think that we did a good job like regurgitating it a few times so that people will get it. Um, well, yeah, the nuts and bolts are just that like fucking the timeline is off and that maps are fucking and that the Mercator projection is wrong. Well, and also we're being lied to in our education systems, which is like honestly a really big deal for people to wake up to, because if we're being lied to about um, literally how we perceive the fucking globe and maps on, like we've 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 talked about this before, but if you can control someone's perspective of their reality, you can also control and modify the way they respond, react, and behave mm-hmm. to this reality. Yeah. So it's a brainwashing technique, and it is it. I think we got into that. I, I think we did good. We yeah, could have done we, better, but it's a complicated and dynamic topic. We can go back and revisit it in like two years. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So that's actually a funny thing. Um, so I like have been listening to less and less like conspiracy shows um, throughout the years because I found that people run out of fucking ideas very quickly. There's a lot of shows that I would listen to where they would be like a general conspiracy show and they would do it like for fun and for like kind of education Especially if they don't have guests come on. If it's just like the two hosts talking all the time. After like a year or two, it quickly devolves into like a podcast or a show that's like focused on whatever their like pet theory becomes. So then it becomes like a QAnon show or it becomes like an Epstein thing or it becomes like all about aliens or like all about like the new world order or you get kind of shitty about it. And it's all about like the immigrant scourge or fucking the Jewish world order and all that horse shit. That's what I'm scared of the most is that I'm going to come out of getting deep into conspiratorial stuff, like a fervent white nationalist because the international Jews ruining the world or whatever those people think. But I mean, I'm already 15 years deep and, there's all there's always some truth to every conspiracy theory. Oh yeah. And I and I've learned that for sure. Um, but definitely the way to filter out is uh who wants control, how much money do they want? Is there a another agenda that they're trying to push? Um 
But I get what you mean. Yeah. It's hard to do this after so many years and not really get bogged down by like the extreme versions of everything. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't fucking know everything. I don't really know shit. But it's very rare nowadays that I stumble across like a topic, especially a general topic that I at least like am not partially familiar with. That's why this map shit really excited me when I when I heard about it. But I don't know, like since you're grinding up your weed and doing all that, let me let me tell you a little story about where. Wait, are you fuck? Wait, are you making sound? I can't hear you. I know. I muted my mic for you. It doesn't matter if that that grinding sound is fine. I'd rather hear the grinding and hear you laughing than nothing at all. Okay. Yeah. No, that shit is fine. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay. 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 What were you going to say? What's your fun story? Since I'm grinding weed. (laughs) No. Yeah. Don't, don't mute your mic. It throws shit. It like (laughs) just throws me off because I thought there was something wrong with the connection. I'm sorry. I was going to text you, but you were like, don't message me during Skype. Yeah, no. And then, of course, during this episode, you take a screenshot. So then it's like seven different sounds pop up on my computer. So I'm leaving them in. I'm going to have Andrew leave them in. I thought the screenshot button was a way to minimize the window anyway. No, you just took a screenshot of me like looking horrified because you're fucking with the computer. (laughs) That's so funny. Well... Good. I'm going to save all of them and put them in a podcast scrapbook for you. A pod book. A book cast. Ugh. A pod book, yeah. Oh, there's actually a really good podcast uh, that LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow does where he like reads a book every week, like a short story. It's so good. It's really depressing, though. I can't hear it all the time. Oh, yeah. No, it's it, he picks very depressing literature, but they're really fucking good. Um, they're incredible, yeah. My friend introduced me to that. So I found out about this topic from this dude. And I'll tell you his name later. Oh, fuck it. Like you and I both, I know him and I I think you might, but Andrew fucking knows him. So there's this dude who like is a rapper, um, goes by like OG Dutch master, Uh Dutchy as we know him. Uh And he was like, he's a really good dude. Like I've known him for a really long time from like back in the, the bell days, back when the bell was, was really fun. Wow. Damn. Okay. He was part of like the whole, um, like seventh floor villain crew, like Butch Dawson and sheep and all them. He was like in that, in that circle. He would come and hang out. Him and I always got along. I really liked Dutch. Oh, he kind of like, uh, not went down the wrong path, but he like, just like partied really hard for a long time. And, I didn't really hear from him for a while. And um, I guess he was like getting his shit. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. I'm not going to speculate. None of my business. But mm-hmm. as like uh, Buffalo and Butch and all them started to like do more shit and like go do their own thing. Like Dutchy kind of dropped off. And then he sort of reemerged as this really vocal like back to Africa dude. Mm-hmm. He like changed his name on Facebook. And I think he might have changed his like, le- I don't know if he changed his legal name, but it's. It's very Africanized, like, we're like, you know, like, it's like a gotcha. bunch of hyphenated, like, quasi-Egyptian stuff, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so he mm-hmm. he wears, like, more traditional African garb and has, like, his hair done and beads and all the, the color schemes and, and stuff. Like, it's it's really cool. He's vegan now. He does a lot of, like, African vegan cuisine pop-up shit. Like, it's, it's fucking oh, tight. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sells seaweed. 
like uh, or sea moss, sea moss. That makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah, he like sells sea moss and does he does a lot of that. Like it's really fucking cool. But um, he posts a lot of stuff on Facebook, and half of it is like, I would call it like legit, like black intellectual shit, right? Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. other half is a lot of anti-African conspiratorial stuff from an African perspective. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Some of it I agree with and get down with. Some of it I don't. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I, I, his stuff always pops up on my Facebook and like, he's, like I said, like, I really fucking love that dude. I've known him for a really long time. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fucking proud of him and happy that he kind of got over his shit and like, isn't just like doing lean all the time anymore. And now he's like, yeah. Yeah, like a lady and he's whatever. He's like, he's doing great. Um, good, 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 good. Yeah, he's the best. But he uh, he posted that article, the face-to-face Africa thing with the maps being racist. And I did, I wasn't going to read it, but I was just like at work or something and had time to kill. And I was like, all right, what the fuck is Dutchie posting now? Like, what the fuck is this? The maps are yeah. racist shit. I never <laughs> heard, I I'd never fucking heard of that. And then I'm scrolling through it and it talks about like the uh, Mercator projection being inaccurate. And there's a thing that was on Reddit that I didn't want to mention, but it's like the original graph because it's, it's visual. It's not like something I can really describe, but it's like the visual is of the Mercator projection mm-hmm. and it's a GIF. And then it shrinks all of the land masses down to their actual size, mm-hmm. but still on like the Mercator, uh, Mercator like uh, longitude latitude grid. Yeah. So it has everything, and then they just shrink down really fucking tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. And that graphic was in that article, and I was like, oh, shit. Is there, like, is this some real shit? Like, is there something actually to this? And then I started listing, like, the area of all the all the continents and the countries and, and all their, like, relative size to each other. And that article, like, is pretty, like, it's it's good, but it definitely is, like, they made Africa smaller and everything else is bigger because of their colonizers and they're racist and the bigger country means like the bigger the civilization that i think the conspiracy is a much much deeper that's what i thought too and so like i read it and i was like well i don't really the the pan-african like uh tilt to it where it's like specifically an attack on africa like i didn't really agree with that much Mm-hmm. Because I think it's bigger than Africa and it's like basically all non-white and indigenous places. It is. It is, yeah. Um Australia was an interesting one when you look at at that map projection because it's it states that like the closer you get to the poles, the more like distorted your your the the land masses or the the land is. Yeah. But like Australia isn't that much bigger in the various projections, you know? So it's like, even though things are supposed to be a lot bigger and like elongated, like Australia isn't like that dramatically increased, like against like Iceland or not Iceland, Greenland. Cause they make Greenland like fucking huge on those maps. But in reality, it's it's like really fucking tiny. tiny. But then like Australia is like big, no matter what. That was like interesting. But yeah, no, I found out about that topic from reading that article and then, so what is your take then? Like, what is your conspiratorial take on our maps being in- inaccurate? Oh, I think that it is 100% like ethno-European centric. Um, I mean, but uh, like, I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Like, I would imagine that it was kept going on as long as it was because of like the subtle to not so subtle racism involved with like depicting sizes of continents 
and countries inaccurately in order to like inflate or deflate importance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also wouldn't be surprised if it was a little bit of laziness involved too, because like I understand the importance of the Mercator projection for like navigation and I have an idea yeah. about how difficult it is to like implement an institutional change and like stop people from relying on the Mercator map and trying to do something else. Like I can understand how that would be like a pain in the ass to organize one school district, let alone like a country or the world. Uh-huh. And so I think that I would imagine it lies somewhere around like they don't want to go through the effort of promoting equality by or not promoting equality, but like, they don't want to go through with the effort of fixing these maps to be more accurate. If the only thing that's going to come is like, they will stop like promoting like these quasi racist, like ideas involving like landmass size. Like, I don't think that like more equal footing based on uh perception of country size is like a really big priority to the people who are in charge of the way we think, you know? I don't know. I disagree. I think that like there's so much invested financially into psychoanalyst studies and the way that our mind and our metaphysical mind work like from the CIA mm-hmm. that like I think they do know how maps brainwash us and like you said like how they condition the way well, that we I, think and see. I think that they that they definitely know, but the the issue with the map stuff like predates a lot of that like psychological research by like 200 years at least. So I think that the, it was something that like sort of happened before they realized that it happened, but it was a problem mm-hmm. that they're using to their advantage, or at least mm-hmm. it's a problem that they're not going to correct because correcting it doesn't do anything for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's like a happy accident on their part that like, we just like sort of were all raised to believe that, everything was bigger than these areas that they're trying to colonize. Yeah. Um, I just recently watched the hunger games <laughs> with my friends. Cause I hadn't Never seen it since it. I was like in high school. That's so gay. <laughs> it was really gay. Yeah. <laughs> it was very Baltimore queer of me. It is that but, I was about to say like, that is very like, <laughs> did you guys like go hang out in your moon garden afterwards? Like <laughs> do tarot cards with each other and shit. I don't do tarot, but I I do have a moon garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we watched the movie, and it was as bad as I remembered it. But, um, I mean, obviously, like, the, the person that – wasn't it ro- rolling? Or I don't know. The, I don't know. They're all, like – I think that there's a huge conspiracy behind, like, the Harry Potter series and the author and, like, Star Wars and the Hunger Games and all of these, like – multi-billionaire funded movies that kind of play this same propaganda of like separation and class and how interesting there's like a man in white who's controlling all of it like that story has been told time and time again and I think there's a reason for it because like the way that their districts are set up it's just eerily similar to I don't know I don't know the way we're taught to look at other people and that's why like i get the whole africa stuff but i also know that it's like much bigger than one population of people and um, one culture one race it's like it's a little bit not humanist but 
all classes play a role in this party and are all being taken advantage of. And I think the map overlook is not necessarily an overlook. I think that it's working to their benefit, whether it was an accident or not, I whatever, but it's just weird. We always talk about like how our topics tie into what we've seen in entertainment. And I feel like with this topic on maps and like ancient maps, we mentioned Indiana Jones and kind of like this last Christopher Columbus's map is like missing. I'm like, come on, this just. If that turns out to be like an actual narrative, that would be a fun thing to tie into an episode where we talk about like, like national treasure esque things. The crystal skull, like, yeah, because I don't think on actuality, I wouldn't want to try and stretch out the crystal fucking skulls for an hour. That that sounds like a punishment, but like, (laughs) if we did something along those, like an artifacty type of thing, that would be a fun Mm -hmm. thing to 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 touch on, maybe. But Mm -hmm. the first time I saw the Hunger Games. I never have seen it. I've never actually like sat down and watched them like where my focus is actually on it, but it like plays on like channels that are always on the TV that bars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember watching like the first couple minutes of it. And then someone who was fucking wasted, like trying to explain the concept of the franchise. It's so deep, man. And I was sitting there thinking like, damn, imagine being an author and you come up with this idea about like revolution in a society that is so unequal and like you had this thing where like you went to a fork in the road where you could try to do like your own version of like 1984, like this really like Fahrenheit 9-11 esque, like revolutionary, like open up your eyes sheeple book about like the division of power and equality in the world. Or you write a fucking young adult book. Like it's, it was that I just couldn't stop thinking about like, you could have wrote something really fun and cool. And now it's about characters who their couple name is Penis. Did you know that? Oh, shit. Because her name is Katniss and his name is like Pita or something. So when you add them together, it's Penis. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I know about that movie is the two characters' name is Penis. (laughs) That the two people that are shipped the most, their acronym is Penis. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's their Brangelina. It's Penis. Wow. Blew your mind, dog. Yeah, no, for real. Dude, we've been watching so much crazy anti-government shit, like, by accident. And even when we took the break between episodes, Sarah was like, I can only think about Waco right now. We, well, we watched Vice, like, on Tuesday or Wednesday night, the movie about Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, or no, and then, what, Thursday and Friday, we watched all the episodes of Waco but we watched four episodes yesterday, so it was just like we were up until two o'clock in the morning just watching. Wait, have you seen the show? No. It's really good. What's it about? It's about Waco. It's about the okay. Branks Davidians and David Koresh. Okay, cool. But the the movie or the, the, the TV show, it's like a six-part miniseries. It's based off of two books, and one of them is a book written by one of the people who was like in the cult who survived the raid. And then the other book, do we, do we figure out the other book was written by the FBI guy? Yeah. FBI guy. Well, because the FBI gets involved. And so like, yeah. So the, the, the two books is based off of is one of the dudes who was in the cult. And the other one was the guy who was like the hostage negotiator for the FBI, who was on the phone with David Koresh throughout the whole thing. 
It's a really good, I mean, like the actors in it are really good and the story's fucking insane. It's it's done really, really, really well. It's really heartbreaking and really insane. Yeah, I can't, I can't handle stuff like that. That's why I got rid of my Hulu and Netflix. I was like, this stuff is like too much for me. I did watch Hackers the other night. Yeah. Yeah, That's also very very gay, very fun, very Baltimore (laughs) gay of you. It was a really wholesome gay moment. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting into older movies that don't really mean anything. (laughs) But the thing with movies, too, and, like, film, once again, it's, like, these actors, the producers, the directors, the writers, they all have really interesting ties with occultists Mm -hmm. and with, like, known Luciferians and people who have, you know, close ties with people in government positions. Well, it's that like, goes back to our theosophy thing where like it became in vogue for artists and people in high society or people who are trying to be social climbers to associate themselves with occult groups or fringe religious yeah. movements. Yeah, I know. It's just like very embedded in entertainment and mm-hmm. Hollywood. Well, yeah, well, I would love to talk about Hollywood. That's probably like one of my favorite topics to talk about. If we do that, I'm super down, but we have to find a portion of Hollywood to talk about because there's so many different things. So it would yeah, have to be have like, like the pedophilia, Satanist, adrenochrome, like aisle. We also the thing is, it's all tied together. So but we would have like to really fun. rein it in because there's no way we could cover all of Hollywood an hour. That's fucking ridiculous. But like That's if fair. we do like magic, Hollywood, yeah. comma, like magic or pedophilia Nasa. or conditioning through the movies because i actually wrote that down to something that i would want to want to talk about is how um we've been conditioned through hollywood to be really afraid of jail and how that's like a really powerful way to like keep people in line yeah is to make them not like to make them afraid of breaking the rules not even jail but like the loony bin too like men's mental institutions and asylums yeah all that stuff like how how fucking bad like how openly bad and corrupt like prison and institutions are. And like, so if you break the rules, you'll get sent to this like lawless metal box where right. you'll be beaten and raped and killed and you'll have to join a gang and uh-huh, uh-huh. you eat Cheetos all day or whatever. Like it's a whole <laughs> fucking, though that would be interesting. I would, I would love to do that. I really, I really love tying topics back to how they've been kind of indoctrinated um, into us, like through different ways of thinking and seeing and the way that we interpret and consume media is similar to how we digest food. Um, which is really interesting. There's like a food desert in the entertainment industry. And when we're fed the wrong shit, like our mind's gut or our gut's mind or whatever, kind of like, um, uh, dirties, it's a filter. And then we become like very primitive and animalistic. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's just interesting how they play on like purple or blue and red um, and the brainwashing techniques that they use uh, through MK Ultra and through a lot of like even Project Bluebeam, um, a lot of like CIA uh, directed projects go into Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, Disney and Hollywood. Yeah. Nickelodeon's so. trying to do a thing with uh, Netflix, I think. Stop. What are they doing? Tell me. Trying to get. Well, <clears throat> I mean, streaming media is the new fucking cat's pajamas or whatever the kids are saying these days so like all these different streaming platforms like the whole big thing now is that since streaming platforms are a fucking thing people are all trying to figure out how they're going to get their back catalogs online right Mm. and one of the big ones that has been going on 
not big ones, but there's the idea of either you're going to join a pre-existing company. So like you'll give your exclusive rights like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. Or if you have the money and the catalog, you can create your own network like Disney Plus, right? Because Disney owns Marvel and Star Wars, so they can write off those franchises. And then they also have obviously the Disney movies and they got the Disney Plus actually is really cool because they have all the old Marvel, the old Marvel cartoons from like the 90s. Whoa, that's really cool. I used to watch those growing up. Oh, I yeah. still like them, actually. They're really good. Yeah, when I before quarantine, when I would like have time in the apartment to myself, I would just like smoke a bowl and just watch like the 1996 version of Spider-Man and shit. Oh, my God, those yeah, are yeah, yeah. so good. No, they rule. But so like within that, you know, that space or whatever, like you have Cartoon Network and you have Nickelodeon. And then there's also a lot of like anime production companies as well are kind of in the mix with all that, although, you know, crunchy rolls kind of a thing, but it's not like a app you can put on your PlayStation, but all these different production houses and all these different companies are trying to figure out what they're going to do with their streaming stuff. So there's all these bidding wars going on either publicly or privately where like, or like intellectual wars really, where they're trying to like convince like, like Netflix wants to get the entire Nickelodeon back catalog or like Hulu wants to get all of Cartoon Network's back catalog, you know, because I don't think either of them are really going to go Disney and create their own streaming platform because no one's going to pay for Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney and Nickelodeon. Hmm. So they'll probably I would just really like to talk about the- YouTube and Disney, too. And like just like the absolute nefarious scandals going on behind those doors. There was a show, black and white show, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like Frank Sinatra used to be on it. Mm-hmm. And it was a panel show. And I forget what the fuck it's called, but I can ask the people who I used to watch it with back in the day. Mm-hmm. And you would have three, is there three or four like judges on this panel? And they were blindfolded. And they had to guess who the person that they were like, they had to ask questions to a person and they had to guess who that person was. But the person who they were guessing would be like Frank Sinatra, like Lucille Ball, like, you know, all that kind of shit. And there was an episode of it where Walt Disney was the person who they were trying to guess who it was. And he only answered in French and like changed his name. Not mm-hmm. changing the name, he changed his voice. And so every time I think of Walt Disney, aside from like Disneyland, the first thing I think of is him like sitting in black and white and then just like these like giggling like socialites from back in the day being like, oh, <laughs> do you have gray hair? <laughs> and then it's him just being like, no. Like that's all I can think of when I when I think about Walt Disney outside of his like media empire. Wow, that's so interesting. Yep. That's weird. Um. Very curious, though. Do you remember the intro for Disney, like a lot of Disney movies? What do you mean? Do you remember, like, before any Disney movie, there was, like, the castle or something? Yeah, where the castle came up. Well, it was, like, the castle came up, and then, like, the shooting star thing happened or whatever. And then wasn't Tinkerbell around sometimes, too, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, If this is, like, a Mandela thing, just tell me what it is, because I don't don't know what... (laughs) Yeah, so there's like this Mandela effect where mm-hmm. Tinkerbell yep. isn't like Tinkerbell's not there anymore, like at all. Um, which was very interesting because uh 
I mean, obviously, yeah, Mandela. We could go into that too. I'm not too interested in that, which I am. Like, I understand. Yeah, don't Brett fucking Tom lie. You're it. really you. You bring up Mandela. You're very <laughs> Mandela literate. That is, yeah, that's true. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I am into it, but we don't have to talk about it. I mean, we can or make I it a whole it. topic. I mean, that would be an important topic. I just would have to actually read. I could go through the theory of the Mandela effect, but like, I don't know a lot of the examples. Oh, or okay. some of the examples, like, I'm aware of, but it's like I couldn't tell you if I believe that they're real or not. Did I ever tell you about the Berenstein Bears story that I have, about how I met the grandkid of the Berenstein Bears people? I mean, uh, sorry. You always have, like, the weirdest examples of conspiracy connections. For instance, like, Fort, Fort Dietrich or Fort one of the forts you have experiences with. Like, y'all, Zero has the weirdest connections with conspiracy world it's really it's the only only reason i i have him around mm -hmm. that's it but um <clears throat> it was either the grant i think it was the grandkids it was either grandkids or like the nieces and nephews or great niece it wasn't their parents it was either the grandparents or like an uncle or great uncle or something but when i was in college i went to school in olympia washington i went to evergreen and there was a punk festival in Bellingham, Washington, which is like north of Seattle called Yellingham. Get it? And the band I was playing in got asked to play. And so we went up there and we were like partying with some kids up there. And we went to this second location for another party. And I forget. I was in a weird mood. So I was like outside smoking and I met a bunch of the people who were like hanging out there. And the one kid there like just started talking about some crazy money shit and then was just like, oh, yeah, like. My, I think it was his grandparents. Like, yeah, my grandparents are, I think it was aunt and uncle. I really don't remember. It was a, it was a family member that wasn't their parents. It was like, yeah, my blah, blah, blah. Like my uncle was the guy who wrote the Berenstein Bears. And everyone what? was like, what? And he was like, yeah. I mean, like they have that Berenstein Bears money. So they paid for me to go to college. They were talking about like college money stuff. And this dude was like, my uncle pays for it. Cause he's the Berenstein Bears guy. Like expecting people not just to be like, sorry, what was that dog? I'm sorry. Back up. Yeah, exactly. Like what? That's insane. Yeah. And I don't know if it was the grandparents or the aunt and uncle or something, but it wasn't their parents. Like I've said four times now. And I was like, are you the inspiration <laughs> for like brother bear or sister bear or whatever? And then he was like, I don't know. He's like, I maybe I don't really care. Like they're, really cool. Care. they're cool. They like they're paying for my college and stuff. I would I would love to get in contact with him. I have no idea how to do that. Literally, it was just like a random dude at a party. He was like, you know, my uncle is the Berenstein Bears guy. What in the world? That's wild. Um, hmm. <laughs> yes, that is one of the examples. Um, and I wasn't the, saying the Berenstein Bears. To, I wasn't saying that to be like, it's Berenstein, not Berenstain. Like, I've always known them <laughs> as Berenstein Bears. And also, that's just how I talk. So that's how it's going to come is, out of my yeah. mouth. You also, you also say, I think... Oh, what was the word? I wanted to make fun of you so badly. Not waterfall. Anyway, you say some word really funny. But <laughs> the examples only help prove that the effect exists. Um, but the theory is basically, well, there are a few theories. The one I believe in is that I am from the correct uh, galaxy arm, which is Sagittarius, and we've all been taught that we are from Orion. Or maybe I have it switched. But basically, there's this, um, what's his name? Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
him, him and like a bunch of other scientists were talking about the um, galactical or galaxy arm that are that like the Milky Way is on. And it actually um, it competes with like the one that we were taught. And so basically, like in 2012, we all died. <laughs> um, there was like a glitch or like a reawakening. Basically, we were rebirthed into this world. And I was looking on this thing called the Ethiopian calendar. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard of this, but the Ethiopian calendar actually states that um, September 11th is today, like September 11th, 2012 is today on their calendar or tomorrow or something, which I don't really understand, but I just saw it recently, like a few minutes ago before we started recording. And it was very odd to me because I feel like a lot of people right now think that we're going through an awakening or like a rebirth thing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just high. But you should look up Ethiopian calendar. I mean, I will. I guess I will. I remember the being so bummed about 2012 not happening. It did happen. But like it did, but like it did. Like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm bummed that it wasn't like a theatrical event. You don't think, yeah, that's, I get you. Okay. Like there was no like comet, earthquake, volcano, Jesus like, comes down in his was. like Ford Corolla or whatever. I mean, I didn't see it or I don't remember but it in this. Maybe you died. Iteration. You came back here, you know, Ooh, that would there's be a fitting. lot of. <clears throat> what the large Hedron Collider stuff ripped apart the fabric of space time and kicked Have us all into. Have you into that though? Like there, there's so much. I'm There's familiar a lot of with it. There. I'm familiar. I mean, we could do an episode and that would force me to read about it. But um, I mean, I'm familiar with like the general idea of it, but I never really went down that rabbit hole again because like I don't understand science enough to like. No, you don't. You don't have to understand science. That's actually the thing. Memetics runs this country. It runs the whole entire world. Um, so basically, it's just like a bunch of these meme lords who got together who like are acclaimed scientists who actually perform a lot of dances and rituals in order to usher in a new age. You know, they make like jokes about it. They, before the Mandela effect was even like coined as a term, um, they made a YouTube video that was like joking about Mandela. And it's just like, there's the, I don't believe in coincidence, like whatsoever at all. I don't think that we, we were just appeared. I think we're a very special being and like, soul but you should look into cern and harp and all of the history of them because you don't have to understand science you just have to understand like this world's timeline and the way that they've like they've they want to like tear the fabric of space and time apart that's basically what they're that's what they have said that they wanted to do is like, uh, we're just going to bash a bunch of cells together and see what happens. They're like, oh, we're going to create new colors. Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot there. I, I, I definitely remember also where I was when I learned about cone, like con, like cones in your eye and being able to see colors and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, God damn, I must have been so fucking stoned because it like blew my mind where I was like, dude, wait, like... <laughs> There's colors outside the visible spectrum. And like, I knew that, but like, I can never know that. (laughs) 
Like I know, but I can't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, exactly. That was, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, though. I mean, I don't know anything about like CERN and I mean, a little bit about HARP because we talk about HARP in the um, the weather episode, but. They're all connected. Yeah, I remember there was a a YouTube video that was made by some like child science prodigy about how like um, the Large Hedron Collider was going to like destroy or like alter space time and stuff. And then I guess like after that happened, like you know we have the Trump presidency and we have all this like wacky stuff happening and people are like pointing to the Hydron Collider being like it worked. They kicked us into a different reality and that's why everything's fucking stupid now yeah everything is like upside down everything is white and not black or like the other way around everything everything is memetics everything is memetics i wish people understood like me more because it is a joke and that's like kind of what these overlords think that they're running on is like the inverse of truth the inverse of sincerity the inverse of reality it's a fucking joke so you're saying that the world will be saved once we get more meme lords (laughs) i think that we will run this into the ground quicker which would leave room and opportunity for a rebirth which i think is what we're actually seeing right now especially going back to like pepe the frog and trump and all the four channery and there's some pretty interesting stuff if people actually look into it yeah, no, I agree totally because what you're totally saying is that we need to restructure the education system to teach people 4chan history and then create yeah. little meme lords yes. who will then fight the overlords. I wish I knew about Hente what much earlier <laughs> than I did. And I feel like kids should really like get a jump start. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that one hurt me. I'm sorry. You went there. It's kind of your fault. I know. I asked for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We got to end this one kind of soon though. Um, this will be a little bit shorter than some of the other ones have been, but just time got away from us, I guess. Um, dude, I don't fucking know the, just like to end it where we started it, like the map shit, like really, like fucked with my brain this whole week. Cause I kept on like trying to sit down to like read and like take notes and like, but oh, I always yeah. tried to be like, I don't understand what this means. And I like click on the hyperlinks to try to understand these like mathematical concepts. And then I find myself in a math, like three Oh two class. And it's like, dude, I <laughs> like it is eight 30 at night. I like am in my fucking pajamas. I'm hanging out. Like I'm not ready to take like a differential geometry class right now to understand like how maps work. Yeah. I failed Diffie Q the first time I was like, what the fuck is this? This isn't even real. Like I'm just learning gibberish, blue, blue, blah, blah, like nonsense that doesn't matter and isn't real and is only applicable to theoretics. Theoretics. No, like absolute theory. And it's just like, uh, I don't know. It's been an interesting topic. It was very difficult to compile (laughs) anything like that that flows together. Yeah, no, that was it too. It was fun looking at all those old ass maps though. Yeah. Oh my God. I would love to see the one that's like on gazelle skin or whatever. Um, I think that was Orionius. Orionius. Yeah. Yeah. There was a bunch of that weird shit. There was a map that I couldn't find that I really wanted to 
to bring up, but I, I forgot what it was called officially, but it was a map that like depicted, I think it was like South America. And then to the mm-hmm. West of like the tip of South America, there was like an Island and then written in this like little tiny font was like essentially like the Island where the weather comes from or whatever. Oh, 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 oh. the Isle of seven, the Isle of seven Kings or something. The Island of seven seas. I don't know. Like literally there's just like writing on this map that says like the Island where the weather comes from or something. And then people wow. were like, like, you know, and then like ancient conspiracy people were like, back in the day, people like thought that the weather was originated from this little island. Like, is this all mythological horse shit? Or mm. did they know that there was like a weather manipulation machine off the coast of this continent that was dictating how the weather goes? And now it's not on any maps anymore. Mm-hmm. But like, I tried to word that a million different ways and I could not find that picture that I'd seen before, or like the weird articles about it. So. Yeah, you'll find it. Once you find it, you should send it to me because I want to start posting documents on our Patreon so people could look at this stuff with us. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, you should. Yeah. That would be, I think that would be beneficial. Um, yeah, if we had like an actual page. We can make like a like a blog spot or like a WordPress and then just do like article dumps. There's definitely like other shows that cite a lot of sources. Excuse me. There's like a history show I listen to and their entire they have an entire website that's just their sources. It's called like the show's name, like sources.com or whatever. That's so cool. Um Truth Stream Media posts everything to like to their patreon and to their youtube channel i'm surprised they're not shut down yet on youtube but also um enter the stars on youtube i recommend everyone check out smq ai um all all three of them also isaac weishaupt i'm just gonna shout out all the people that i love (laughs) that i've listened to for years but yeah they all post documents um just so people can read and, and see and watch along but yeah yeah, no, that would be tight. That'd be tight to get to that level where I can devote more than like two hours after a full day of work at looking at this stuff and like yeah. organizing my thoughts enough to talk about yeah. it in a legit way. I hear you. But we'll see. All right. I got to get going. Um, All right. I mean, whatever. We're at like 41 minutes. That's completely fine. Um, yeah, I just got to go. Um, but thank you for listening. Please continue to subscribe. It means a lot to us. Um, Yeah, we'll be back next week with, you know, as always, a a normal show and then an after potty for it. Um, Yeah, I mean, stay safe. If you're listening to it when it comes out, like, don't worry about the quarantine stuff. You'll be fine. Yeah, I like that. Everyone's going to be okay. Just um, mind over matter. You are so powerful. Yeah. And we love you. Yeah. All right. Bye, y'all.